guys, this is me, Washi, and this is the Cafe Post. I'm here with Yeva from Lithuania. Hi, Yeva. Hi. So today we're going to talk about uh, the LGBTQ plus and being bisexual. So I hope that you are all tuned in and that we're going to have a very interesting session. Uh, as usual, we're going to have a music break as well. So stay with us and listen to us, I think. So, Yeva, maybe you would like to say a couple of things about yourself. Right, so I'm Yeva and I'm coming from Lithuania. I grew up in a very small village around 50 kilometers from the capital. I think around the time when I was born, it was maybe 200, 300 people in my village, so very, very tiny community. And uh, I left the community around uh, 18 years old and started studying in one of the biggest cities in Lithuania, which is still considerably small. And uh, now here I am working and trying to aspire into uh, arts that I actually would love to go into. So. Okay, so you said that you are coming from a very small community. And we were talking a bit about uh, coming out when you are coming from a very small community. Like how you get the purpose source or the purpose idea of... Uh, about your feelings or the information. So how was this whole process in your case? Well, it was very complicated because I think when I was growing up and actually even my teenage years, it's not only that I didn't know anyone who was gay around me, it was also that I didn't really understand the concept nor I uh, knew how is it operating. Uh, bisexuality was never a thing even. It was only you either gay or lesbian and that's a bottom line. I think that actually made my coming out and also coming to terms very hard because I didn't understand how my feelings can be valid because I was attracted to boys and I knew I was in love with my first boyfriend and that was very clear for me. And then suddenly I had these feelings that were not explained properly and I thought that okay so I'm not a lesbian because I am attracted to boys, but then again, there's no concept to fall into. And in a small community, no one talks about it. It was like a taboo. It was something if someone goes to prison, more or less, and then they come out and you never even touch it. And that was it. That was very, very harsh topic to even come across to. And in my family, we never talked about it. And even if it was talked about, it was never in a bright light, let's say. So as uh, as it, yeah, it, we come from a little bit of a religious background. So obviously, it was never something um, considered to be quote unquote normal. And um, I only, I guess, met my first uh, gay person or queer person when I was already in university, and I was already around 20 years old so it was very hard to understand myself when I was young because of like you said sources and uh, when you met with uh, your tongue so weird to say that you <laughs> met with your first person yeah. uh, did it make sense for you that maybe your feelings maybe these things that you feel are like you should go into this way because probably that's the answer there well, I definitely felt a lot of uh, connection towards the person. I didn't understand then why and what had happened. Actually, I met uh, my first, let's say, queer person after I already started having some feelings towards this girl that I met. And that was, for me, um, my first, I guess, like a acknowledgement or at least stepping into the acknowledgement of, uh, okay, maybe I'm having something that is not usual for me personally. So 
um, it was very important yeah, to have that person and to just have conversations with them and understand okay so they went through this and they're living their life and they're okay and uh, even without maybe fully acknowledging myself and my my thoughts uh, it was very important to have that person around myself and did you was it difficult for yourself to come out even for yourself because I think when you are in such a situation that it's all new for you then the first thing first that you also have to come out for yourself yeah, that's the. I think that was the hardest part, to be honest, because obviously, um, um, as I said, it was sort of considered to be okay. Let's call it a sin, because that was the concept that I was uh, exposed to when I was growing up. And obviously, you don't want to be that. You don't want to have that. It was, it was something that I was avoiding with all my life. And uh, also, the part that I was attracted to guys, it was very easy to avoid it. Let's say. Well, easy is uh, maybe not a right concept because it was always at the back of my mind. I always had those sort of confusing feelings and also it's very hard to know which feelings are casual, what are other people are feeling as we don't... We grew up in this kind of community where we didn't really share our deepest feelings or secrets or so. It was more like, okay, we're having fun and we're talking about family and all these relationships, but not the deepest things of like attraction, let's say, which is super normal. And um, that was something, yeah, that was something super hard for me to acknowledge and come into terms that, okay, I am this. And I think that was the first step. But uh, what happened to me is that I fell in love with someone and I think it was just like a big uh, snowball effect because it just all came together. I think I would have had harder time to come in terms if I was not in love with someone because in that moment the only thing that mattered for me was like I had these feelings that I wanted to express and I just really needed um, to get that done. So I guess the coming out kind of just was hidden between all of these things so in some sense it made it easier you know to come into because it was like an unstoppable force that I just couldn't you know hold back. I think it's very interesting that you mentioned that like usually people and families and communities are not talking about uh, like affection in general mm -hmm. and uh, I just had this idea that it's also not just about that if you are gay or bisexual or, or so but like general terms, you're not really talking about like feelings or, or emotions in general. No, you have family, you yeah. at one point you get married, you get kids, but it's never really about um, feelings or, or emotions in general. It's always just a concept. Yeah. So I can imagine that it might be even more difficult than it comes in terms of uh, being gay or bisexual. For sure, because for example, when I first uh, told my mom, she was very confused how I never showed the signs or how I never knew when I was a kid because she was like, but people know when they're kids. And I'm like, maybe I did know, but like, where did I have a space to say this or understand this? Because they were never, like you said, even I never told my mom the boys that I liked or like who I was dating. It was never such a thing to be discussed because I don't know, maybe it's the northern culture or maybe it's just the way our community was working like you said it was sort of a thing that people don't discuss it was like okay it's happening but it's not something that we go into deep and uh, even though I'm very close to my mom and we talk 
let's say, about everything but this. So it was very hard for me, you know, to go and tell her all these things because it was, first of all, very unusual to open these doors that we never touched before. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit dysfunctional, I think, when it comes to... Because it's so important to open this, uh, this conversation, for yeah. kids especially. And also to have any kind of conversation yeah. about your relationships in general. Yeah. And uh, I think it's also quite common response that, oh, but I didn't <laughs> see the signs. Like, what signs? What, what, like, I, what, what, what do you mean? Uh, because uh, you also think that when you tell it maybe to your parents, for me it's even difficult to approach, to say that I have a boyfriend or yeah. I really love this guy or, or I really like him or, or something because I feel just so awkward to even open this and bring it up there, oh you know mom, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I, I have this guy <laughs> and I, so I can imagine how difficult it can be if the guy is actually well. You know? Yeah, quite, quite difficult, yeah. Yeah, so but at the end uh, you, you were coming out of Australia. Yeah, uh, well, actually, first of all, I think I was talking with my brother. My brother is nine years younger than me. So, but as uh, surprising as it is, he is a very, very intelligent young man. And uh, I was very comfortable to tell him this because I knew that he's going to be okay. Because when I first talked to my mom, it was more like a casual conversation because I think it was 2017. And I was sure at the time that I was bisexual and I felt like I need to tell her because it was definitely affecting my relationships and uh, my life generally because I started noticing that I'm not getting seriously involved with women because I was uh, I guess afraid to get something real so then I would have to tell you know and uh, so I decided to break that and just go ahead and tell my mom and uh, so when I did it was like okay mom you know like I like men but also it can happen in the future that I am with a woman and it was nothing like super serious because I didn't want to make such a big deal so I think it came out of nowhere for her so she just reacted perfectly fine she was like okay like I get it and then the next day she was like yeah don't do that and I was like okay that's like the, that killed all my wife in a moment you know like okay so now we got the problem huh? yeah and and then she you know she said her, her first thing that uh, obviously people in the moment of confusion they say things that maybe they shouldn't and so she said all the wrong things in the moment, even though she's an amazing woman. But I think it was pure fear and just, uh, well, you know, when you're in a small community, the, the motto of this is like, what will people say? What, will, what would they do if they, you bring a woman here? You cannot do that. You will never be able to do it. That was it. And then she was like, but what if kids know and your brother goes to school? And for me, it was very painful to hear that because I love my brother and I don't want to cause him any harm or imagine that my way of living, let's say, is affecting him in any means. So, And she said that, yeah, he's... Um, because my father is against these things, let's say, and he's uh, quite homophobic and so... And uh, my mom said that, yeah, your, your brother is the same because he's agreeing to everything your father says. And I was like, I know my brother. He's not like that. So that's why he was the first person that I really had this like long conversation explaining what it is. And and it was the, the sweetest moment, I think. And I, I think one of the best conversations that I had because I could see this pure understanding. And he didn't care about anything else. He, he saw his sister being stressed 
and he was like I don't care I, I love you and I want you to be happy whoever the person is I want them to be good to you and that was his response as a little kid I, I don't even remember how old was he at the time but uh, yeah it was just uh, beautiful and then and then I never talked about that with my mom for quite a long time and I was just hinting you know sort of like dropping these little things for her to understand that this is not a joke and then um, and then eventually she stopped resisting so much and now how is it the relationship between you and your mom uh, I think it's perfect for me um, because when I had my first relationship with a girl, it was uh, I think 2018, and uh, I was living with my girlfriend at the time, and I was uh, obviously like in a committed and serious relationship. And for me, that was first of all my first relationship with a woman, and second of all my first relationship at all in general. So. Um, it was very important time for me and uh, I felt like I'm hiding something because I was talking to my mom and I was talking about work I was talking about all these things that are so important to me and I was I was even talking about my girlfriend but I never mentioned like anything I never mentioned our relation nor that she's my friend nor that she's my roommate anything just her name so um, eventually I realized that this is kind of a burden for me and I really need to get it out of my chest so I once called my mom and I was walking and we were talking about life and whatever was the topic and then suddenly I just slipped it in and I was like you know like as we're talking about life um, I have this thing and I'm I'm living with a girl and I'm in love and and she was like yeah I kind of figured and then you know because I gave her space to breathe I gave her space to come into this realization herself and I was not trying to push anything on her and I was just sort of Hinting stuff, and I—that's why I think the fact that I never lied about my relationship, saying like, "Oh, this is my friend," or "This is my so," and so it never put that idea in her mind. So she was like, "Okay, she's living and traveling with this girl, and she never, you know, I guess it kind of connected to her." And and she was actually her reaction was perfect. She said that she just wants me to be happy, and she's happy that there's someone who loves me, and I'm in a foreign country. So for her, it's very important that I have people who support me here. So eventually everything was okay and now when I was going through the breakup and everything she was, uh, she fascinated me because as a person who was born and raised in Soviet Union, she managed to be so flexible and so understanding so fast because obviously it's only three years since the initial point of her, you know, like um, obviously her whole life changed as well. It's not only mine. And uh, we were talking about a bit of the support in general. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? How important is to have proper support behind you when uh, you getting knowledge that uh, you might be bisexual or gay? I think it's the the key. It's the most important thing uh, that could happen because when I was. Uh, I think coming to terms of uh, who I am, like I said, it kind of came into this whole package of me being in love with someone and actually that helped in a sense because I was telling my friends not that I was a bisexual, I was telling that I am in love with this woman. And their reaction was like, okay, most of them were very fine. I did come into some, I guess, a little bit uh, uncomfortable situations with some of my friends because... It's very interesting because it's it's sort of my thing and it's my life and yet again somehow for them it was very hard to adapt to this new reality let's say of uh, because I noticed how 
let's say I would be talking very excited about this girl that I met and for them it they would not react the same way as they did when I would be meeting a guy and I was like okay this is making me a little bit uncomfortable because you're showing that this is not normal not, this is not the usual kind and eventually they most of them came into terms um, but the support that I was receiving was uh, the the key for me because without it I think knowing that my family can disown me because I was always kind of carrying this fear of they will never understand and they will never accept it properly so friends were for me like the the foundation of support and uh, uh, yeah all of them reacted perfectly fine in the moment when I needed them because also as my first falling in love experience it was like first heartbreak coming from a girl and everything and um, their reaction was like okay my friend is suffering and she's in pain and we don't care who was the like what is the gender of the person who caused these feelings you know so that was very lovely and for most cases I actually was very I think lucky to be surrounded by these kind of people who were just there for me regardless of anything usually I think uh, it's very at least for me it's very unusual to see that if you have a friend and you like the friend takes all the courage and telling you that okay you know I think I think I, I like girl I like another man and then the friend goes like Nah. <laughs> I think it's uh, just for me because at the end of the day I also have the same feeling like if I have a friend I don't I don't care who broke the heart yeah I don't care about the gender the person has to suffer <laughs> and, you must and pay and I just don't understand this is a same also with parents as well that just because your kid is coming out. As, as a queer person, it doesn't change the person itself. Like I don't, and, and I, it's really something that I can't understand. But I know that sometimes we, we had this talk with my parents because, of course, plastic my parents was not so super open. Yeah. But um, I I knew that they could be, they could be. I know that it's it's in there somewhere, and uh, I have lots of friends. And I have uh, some friends that they are like getting married to each other, and it's like particularly two girls. Yeah. And uh, one of the girls came to visit me, and then when, they, when she left, I said, "Okay, so next time she's going to come with to her partner, and they are married, and she's a girl." And then I remember my dad's face; he was eating soup. So they are lesbians. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even tell. You know, like, yeah, you know, like kind of that's the point. Yeah. Like, hmm, interesting. I think that's not a bad reaction, though. No. Yeah, just like you know, tackling this thing in my head, like, oh, yeah. so they are like married and everything, huh? Hmm, very interesting. Very interesting. So we were talking a bit about also as like bisexuality, like sort of. Mm, like to understanding the work concept mm. because I think lots of people has this idea that if you're bisexual then it's more like a phase because yeah. you have to choose at the end of the day you have to choose <laughs> and uh, so let's talk about this <laughs> right uh, yeah I see where you're coming from and it's the I think one of the most common misconceptions when it comes to bisexuality and I don't want to you know I can only talk from my own experience because uh, every person for some people it is a phase you know some people are bi curious but that's where 
the bi-curious concept comes along. You know, they're not bisexual, they're bi-curious. And then at the end, um, it's very it's very difficult because, yeah, if I'm with a man, I am a straight woman. That's the only way the world sees me. And if I say that, yeah, I've been in a relationship with women, and they're like, yeah, so you were experimenting, right? And I'm like, no, I'm, like, I was having, you know, like relationships and meaningful connections. And then the same when I am with a woman, because actually that's what one of the things that some of my friends could not understand, because I was like, okay, so I'm in love with a girl, I'm in a relationship with a girl. They're like, okay, so you're a lesbian now. And I'm like, not really, though. I mean, I understand where your misconception is coming from, but and I actually have like friends now who sometimes mislabel me as a lesbian because I've been... I guess more actively maybe pursuing relationships with women because also one thing that comes along with the coming out later in life is like you have this second puberty and obviously as I've not been experiencing relationships with girls so I started kind of more getting into that so when I was uh, doing this some of my friends are like okay so as a lesbian woman I'm like okay like I don't get offended by that but also I am Lithuanian, and if someone says, like, oh, as a Latvian person, I'm like, well, it's close, but it's not the same, you know? So um, so I tend to kind of um, guide them a little bit to the fact, because there's a lot of, um, even from the community itself, I never experienced this sort of, uh, I guess, um, judgment coming from as being bisexual for, like, a lesbian woman or so, but uh, men can get very confused. Like, uh, for example, when I was um, in a relationship with a woman and we would go out, uh, I never experienced that uh, sort of um, um, way of treating me as I was when I was with a man. For example, no respect coming from some men and just seeing our relationship as something created for them. Like, I am in love with someone and I'm, I don't know, having a beer or dancing or whatever. And they come up and they're offering a threesome or so and so. Well, like, kiss. Yes, yes. Kiss. Yes, yes, exactly. Or someone approaching me or my partner and going like, oh, can I ask your friend to dance? And I'm like, actually, we're together. And they're like, I don't believe you. Prove it. And I'm like, you know, and so that's where it comes from, I guess, as well. Like, um, not understanding fully or also if you're more feminine looking girls for for men or I don't want to like exclusively say men but it's just my experience that it happened to be so um, it's very hard to comprehend that how can you be oh yes because if you're a lesbian you have to be a lesbian yes of course 100% I don't know like that's that's uh, comes with the description you know because, because lesbians are just like manly women you know yeah they secretly <laughs> want to be men I guess yes. that's what they say yes it's, it's sometimes <laughs> It's difficult to understand yeah. <laughs> that like you can't be lesbian just because you're Yeah, oh, you know, that's another topic that actually, that was very interesting for me when I told that I am, I don't know, interested in dating women as well. Some of my friends, uh, at the time, they're, not, they're no longer in my life that often right now, but um, they were like, so were you hurt by men so much that you're now turning to women? And I was, you know, it's just, it took me a moment to be like, I don't even know how to respond to this. We are not turning to, are not turning to women, you know. It's, it's not like some kind, I think it's just funny to think about it as turning to women, like some kind of B plan, you know. Yes, es- I escape. If I can't get along with guys, you know, I can still have a girlfriend, I guess. <laughs> Maybe, and totally. then you just find out that, uh, no, actually, you can't even have a girlfriend because you are just a whole person. <laughs> 
but now we go on a short musical break, and then I think we're going to keep on with this uh, part of the of the topic because I think it's very interesting, and maybe we'll have some new questions. So now let's listen a song from Kurta Utsa, and we're going to come back shortly.
och vi är back. I hope that you enjoy the music. We are still here with Eva. And we are still talking about the concept of bi- the bisexuality. The bisexuality. <laughs> the bisexuality. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this whole uh, concept and misconceptions, let's hey. say. So we were talking about the community as well and uh, how people are approaching bisexuals in general. Um, do you think that, uh, like usually speaking, people have more misconceptions, misconceptions about bisexuality and also people that are like, coming out of bisexual first they might think that you know it's just a phase or I just have a girl crush for some reason. Yeah, for sure. I think also these misconceptions can come from the fact that a lot of uh, gay people, like lesbians and so, they first come out as bi and that's completely fair and that's their own journey and, you know, like sometimes, like you said, it it can be very confusing because for me personally, um, I think also one of the things that people miss... uh, Miss, uh, I guess, understand about uh, bisexuality is that it's 50-50 and it has to be equal attraction to men and equal attraction to women and that, that was me as well in the beginning because, uh, for, for example, when the first time I kissed a girl I didn't feel any much of a difference and I was like, okay, so maybe I'm not attracted to women and it only took me, I guess, um, actually being in a relationship with one and loving a person and just uh, kind of understanding that to see that okay this is not a phase and this is not one person and it's very hard I think at least for me and I don't know maybe some other people to differentiate where this this thing guides you and how you are exactly because obviously I had some thoughts as well um, about um, maybe I am a lesbian because uh, let's say my attraction towards women are it's just it's completely different than my attraction towards men and I feel more connection to women and I feel um, I guess more content right now at least in this period of my life but also what I keep realizing is that as this it is a moving concept you can maybe be one period of your life very actively dating men and then suddenly you date one woman and you get married and that's how it is and um, also it can be the opposite and that's the thing about this whole bisexuality thing that you can be 90-90% for example attracted to men and then 1% you're still attracted to women and also there's emotional and um, sexual attraction so this is like such a big spectrum and I think that's why it creates so much misconception because it's not so clear as okay hetero or okay a lesbian like not not nothing that is exclusively clear people tend to kind of um, always have these ideas that maybe it's not real or yeah that like uh, if you are having a husband or if you are dating a guy yeah then you are not bisexual Mm -hmm. but i think it's also uh, coming a bit from the LGBTQ plus community because mm-hmm. I think um, uh, at least I read about it that sometimes bisexuals they don't get like the same kind of uh, support mm-hmm. because uh, first of all if I think if you are non-binary mm-hmm. then this concept of being bisexual is a bit um, coming off not so <laughs> confidently <Yeah. laughs> but in the same time it's also the same that sometimes people tend to push other people that you have to choose. Yeah, to yeah, choose. for sure. And uh, 
so what about your place in the community? How you see the place of the bisexuals in the LGBTQ plus community? Do you feel this kind of uh, like weird support that sometimes it will be, sometimes it's not okay? Do you feel pressured that you have to decide? Is sometimes I do feel pressure. Yeah, I, I sometimes uh, feel like. Um, Obviously, it depends on people that I meet because I can't really speak as well of the community as as per unit being just one part of it and also speaking only purely from my own experience. But when it comes to sometimes, at least from my uh, experience with the lesbians, is that they I don't know at least people that I was with um, they have this fear that eventually you're gonna turn back to men. And that can happen, but it comes with a description, you know, of uh, me being a bisexual. And same, I guess, actually, I, I got some weird reactions from men as well. Like, this weird insecurity coming from them that maybe I'm not sure if I want to be with them or uh, if I am actually into men or so. And uh, I understand it, but also, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure to kind of define everything and define where I stand and uh, people love clarity and people want you to fall into one or another you know place and um, sometimes it's impossible like for me it is and uh, like I said I might be dating women for now and uh, yeah even my friends they consider myself uh, like a lesbian woman just because of that and uh, um, uh, talking about the support um, sometimes they think that's easier because of the fact that I can date men so as if I can <laughs> fall into the straight spectrum and suddenly all of my worries uh, disappear and if I'm with a man I don't struggle anymore or I don't uh, fall into this um, LGBT spectrum anymore and uh, yeah it, it really feels like you are invisible if you are with a man because suddenly you're perceived as being straight and... Yeah, because then you can hold hands on the side and then you can yeah. have uh, like a completely normal relationship. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I, I would say that I, I could also like believe a lot about this that sometimes uh, like the human things about bisexuals is that you have a chance for a normal life. Yeah, I think it's very for toxic. sure. It's oh, very yeah, toxic yeah. to say because in the same in like one sentence you are mean with the other person but you're mm. also mean with yourself. Yeah. Like you you don't have a normal life or, or you don't have a normal life. Exactly. So have yeah. Like, and um, I think these kind of uh, sentences are, are very helpful. And also if if like people are saying to, to bisexual but also you can have like a normal life. Yeah, why would you? Oh, that's actually one of the misconceptions as well, and also a very common sentence that I get is like, why would you date women if you can date men? Why would you make your life so complicated? As if it's like, oh, I, I put the switch on and off, and I decide when I want to have a. And again, here we are talking about if you're dating women, it's like some kind of plan. Yeah. That. And also, if you think about it, in lots of like these old romantic comedies, mm -hmm. that like usually some they have like a character that was very upset with men, mm -hmm. and now the person is dating a woman because for oh, sure. And and why it will be something as a plan B? Women are not plan B. No, and plan A. One hundred percent. And also, I think it what comes from straight women that I. I try not to take it as a offensive thing, but 
they tend to say like, ah, oh, I wish I was a lesbian or I wish I was gay and I could be with you. And I'm like, do you understand that we're all humans and we all come with the complexity that it's not so easy? It's not like, oh, men are so this and women are like yes. it's not it's how it works. It's the same when you said that all the men are male. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Statistics. And I think it's also quite toxic when people say that oh, you know, during my studies I was like experimenting, and I was hanging out with girls to yeah. just for the experiment. I think it's also quite harmful because bisexuals already have enough problems without this. <laughs> like you don't have to. Because it can be also quite painful, no? If there is a girl who just like experimenting with other girls yeah. and getting a girlfriend because oh you know it was so much fun, and then it turns out that actually she was just trying her Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit uh, a gray area there, definitely because. I think also there was a time when uh, bisexuality was uh, getting into this spectrum of uh, doing it for men a lot and I mean it's still kind of there for some women and they would label themselves as bisexuals and okay like you can label yourself whatever you want but it's kind of dragging the com- the concept and uh, I guess also the group of our community just down a little bit and the way people start seeing bisexuals like you said it's sort of someone who cannot decide and then also what the question that I get so often that I don't even know how to answer is like so when you're dating women or uh, if you're with a man how are you not missing another part of you know like how are you not missing uh, being with a man when you're with a woman and vice versa and I'm like I don't even know how to begin to answer this. Why? Because if you're dating someone, you are missing someone else. <laughs> exactly. That, that's the, you're supposed to be in love with someone else, no? I don't exactly. I just like okay. I don't know what you want me to say. It's like oh, I'm with a woman, but I'm secretly wanting to be with men. Like so, should I date both at the same time? You know, just to complete myself because that's where the concept of fifty-fifty comes along. For me, it's if if I'm with someone, I'm one hundred percent there. Like one hundred, I'm with a person, and there's no you know one percent lingering of oh, I wish I would be with a man secretly. <laughs> I think a lot of people have to face
go back to your lifestyle, you know, like daily good things, not not others. Yeah, that's the thing that also people, I I don't know. It feels like if uh, they give rights to LGBT community, it's like we're taking some rights from them, as if that would eliminate you them. You get plus right. Right. That's why LGBT plus. <laughs> <laughs> and also bisexuals are super greedy we just want everything you know yes. <laughs> bring them all yeah, just give it to me. <laughs> like i don't want to choose i want them all yeah in the same time like, at the yeah. same time and all the rights are uh, of course so of course yes i can understand why hetero people are so mad we're just living better life i'm sorry <laughs> i know Like, and then I'm like, the hate was like, that bisexual people. It's also something like, I, I don't understand from out of now, like, wow, I thought, like, you know, that's yeah. why you are here to support everybody, and now you say that, oh no, it's not inclusive. <laughs> no, like, I know you want to be the part of this, but you can't. Yeah, so, you, we just choose who can sit with us. Yes, and uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit of concept for me, and mm-hmm. I wish that some people would have just a bigger concept about mm-hmm. it, because uh, maybe it's also the process of the coming out that the first thing first that you also want to force yourself to choose that yeah maybe I'm lesbian but then yeah. why I feel this exactly. And, exactly and then you push yourself into the making a decision and I think maybe it's a bit difficult more difficult to come out as a bisexual mm-hmm. than as a lesbian or in some ways I think it can be because yeah you have this inner confusion and this whole pressure coming to you that yeah choose you know like even like you said even from the community even from the world around you everything and also the the concept of choosing is more clear when it comes to bisexuality what I mean is like to judge the choice because Um, even from my family when I said so they're like yeah but if you can be like I said you can be with a man why would you be with a woman and I'm like you know that's not how it works and I guess it's a lot of um, uh, misguidance when it comes to this and uh, it can be a little bit difficult for me it was innerly to understand and uh, um, yeah especially as it's such a spectrum you know it, it doesn't fall into one area so it's 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 a complicated thing It was uh, incredible, to be honest, because I have to say that, yeah, coming from a small community, and I always felt a little bit off, a little bit outside, a little bit of... I'm feeling things that I feel like other people probably not feeling, especially like from my girlfriends around me. They were so boy crazy and they never even, you know, uh, talked about uh, being so attracted to someone else. And I had these very intense friendships with the girls. And I specifically, uh, I think now when I look back, I remember the moment where I realized that something was a little bit off because I was I was with my guy friend. And I think I was no older than six or five years old something like very little and he was throwing rocks into my neighbor's window because he liked her and I felt the same equal excitement to do that and it was not because of doing this bad thing of throwing rocks it was because I felt that towards the person and I felt like oh this is probably not how it should go and that how it starts this sort of like pushing it away and away and 
I felt um, very interesting ways of uh, having these friendships with women that I now sometimes don't even understand whether it was a friendship or did I have feelings for this person because you know when you don't understand the concept and you don't understand really what is happening within you you tend to escape and um, now when I look back like I say it's so many so many questions are answered just because of uh, now I can understand that it was okay you know I'm not this I don't know outsider so much and um, also um, understanding where my uh, developing as a you know like a little human was coming from and uh, and uh, it was it was uh, very crucial for me to come into terms of my sexuality because also um, even if I would not be dating women right now I it would be crucial for me to know that this is a part of me that I have to accept and actually as I grew up in this small area and uh, the small-minded mindset um, I do have a lot of uh, inner homophobia and that's crazy because it feels like you are against yourself and I still struggle with this to this day you know understanding that my life and my choices are valid and it's normal and I can be happy and at some point I really really didn't think that it, it was possible I just didn't understand how I could have um, 100% you know fulfilling life being with a woman and it was very scary for me and uh, I actually even when I came back home once uh, when I was already uh, off university I was seeing all the people in my community all these traditional families all these paths that people are taking that are relatively similar and I realized that there's no one like me there's no one living the life that I want to live and it's okay but also I had to go through this sort of like um kind of grieving process of a life that I didn't even think that I wanted but it was sort of implanted into my mind that this is where you have to go this is how you have to live and this is the path you have to follow and I really did struggle with this idea of letting go of okay maybe one day my family won't be at my wedding or maybe I won't be able to get married in my country or you know have this whole like freedom and everything so um yeah it was it was so crucial to come into terms and accept myself because this is the only way I can purely love myself and grow as a person because without this and without being open and honest I don't think how I could be myself you know in any other area because some people think that okay I can maybe press a hold button on this and then I can figure it in the future but I think the sooner you go and attack this issue it's it's gonna be easier yeah also talking about this uh, inner homophobia, mm-hmm. which is a very, it is a thing, I think, especially if you're coming from a small community, especially coming from a religious family, Yeah. that uh, if you have been taught in your whole life that it's something, either not even talking about, or even worse, talking about that it's something very shameful, mm-hmm. and uh, must be very hard to also tackle this question inside you that... Like, should I be ashamed of myself? Or am I going to burn in hell now? Yeah. Or what, what, am, what am I going to do? And uh, maybe it would be just so much easier if we wouldn't make assumptions on people and just wouldn't push this kind of propaganda because you never really know that if... How am I going to look at my child if I was teaching him or her about that? Yeah, so everything is all cool and fine, but mm. if you are gay, you're going to burn in hell. Just for your interest, and then just so you know, yeah, and then I think the 
the struggle is enormous mm-hmm. to really think about it and to really accept to them yourself that, uh, you know, like, there's no going to bed in hell. <laughs> like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And uh, I think it's very important to to be a bit more like, kind to each other and not push yeah. each other on, on some levels that is nonsense because, like, exactly. no one can know. And, and then you are there and you love your child and you just switch it on the other day that, oh, no, but if you're like, gay, I don't like you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I like you a lot, but please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like maybe not. I also, I also don't understand how people can say this. That like, can you just stop this? How? I was like, can you like, can I stop breathing as well? You know, I can, but can that <laughs> that's gonna be the end of me. The same with this. It's not. It's not gonna make me a human being that you want me to be. You know, like uh, for your own uh, what convenience. You know, because it is very convenient not to say these things and I can see like okay my mom is let's say fine with it within our communication but I don't think when this would get out of my family like very close family zone I don't think she would be that okay and I also for the longest time I didn't want to tell her because I didn't want to put her in this place where you know she's uh, she's alone with this information because there's no one to turn to she cannot talk with her friends or anything about it so because it's also another small community thing. Exactly. What others going to say? Like, yeah. It's their business anyway. But yeah, it must be very, very difficult. So, is there anything that you would like to, that if you could go back in time, you would like to tell to your younger self? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I think uh, I was yeah I was very lonely at some point with these thoughts and. I would just let myself know that everything is gonna be okay and uh, that this life is possible and uh, I will be very happy in the future and very content and very much myself and I am still on my journey to go where I'm going but at some point I just would love to go back and just give all this information that you know like you don't need to worry so much right now and you don't need to punish yourself so hard for having these feelings and in some moments, I would just, I guess, embrace it because regardless who you have feelings towards, it's a beautiful thing. You know, feelings are good. It's a, it's a nice, positive thing to have. And I felt like I was punishing myself so much and so hard for having that. And I think it's just need to embrace that and just let go of uh, this prejudice that the world is giving you. And that's the only thing that I would love to, I guess, fix. But then again, you know, we are where we are. Okay, so I would like to say a big thank you for Yeva. I think it was a very interesting conversation. And I hope you guys also enjoyed it and you will find some some interesting bits in it. And talk to you in one month. Bye!